Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we are off to, well, the hive, I guess. The uh, the <laughs> aforementioned hive in the game, hive. <laughs> uh, yes, hive is a two-player game that plays in about 20 minutes. It came out in 2000. 2000 even. Uh, age rating is 9 plus. Uh, community is actually right around here for, uh, they say 8 plus. I would say that 8 plus could definitely play it. But there is a lot of deep potential strategies here that as you get older and more um, capable of deeper strategies, you're going to enjoy. I don't know if you enjoy Hive more, but you'll it'll feel like there are more options and the depth of this game really becomes apparent. Um, the weight is 2.32. And uh, yeah, this is a really interesting tile laying game based around laying your color of insects. You're going to be black or white background, just like chess. And you're going to be laying insects down kind of like chess, but that the insects each do different things, which is really fascinating and just cool to see and such an odd theme to choose for this game, but it fits perfectly. So let's talk a little bit more. Wait, I, hold on. Before we do that, I almost missed it. Designed by John Yanni <laughs> and also John did the art and published by Gen42 Games. Uh, now we can talk about how to play it and then we can talk more about our feelings about it. Now we can talk. All right. Uh, basically, in this game, you're going to each start off with your own colored pieces, the black and the white pieces. Uh, you all have the same pieces. Uh, you have uh, one honeybee, or I think it's a queen bee is what they call it, uh, two beetles, two spiders, three grasshoppers, and three ants. Uh, there are some other ones for expansion stuff that you can add in. I believe the original game comes with two expansion things, and there is a separate expansion bug. I'll get into that way, way, way later. But anyway, uh, you each start with those on your sides, uh, and then starting with someone who's starting the game, you can decide however you want, coin flip. I think the way we played it, we rolled a die that had two different colors on it, but one person starts on their turn. In the beginning, it's a little bit little bit different than as you play, but essentially you're going to be adding pieces to the board right in the beginning. So you're going to add any one of your pieces that you want onto the board. Then the opponent will add any one of their pieces adjacent to that piece that you just placed. Then from there on, things get a bit more uh, regulated where the next player, they will add one of their pieces if they want to. Uh, chances are they will because it doesn't. there's only two pieces. There's not much to do other than add a piece. Uh, but when you add a piece uh, from here on and into the future, you may only add it such that it touches one of the other pieces uh, that are your pieces and only touches one of your own pieces. So if it happens, and these are, I did not mention this, but they're all uh, six-sided figures. They are hexagons, so they have a little bit of thickness to them too. Uh, but basically, uh, you are placing them such that the faces uh, match up with each other. So when you add it, you must add your piece such that it only touches one of your pieces and does not touch another piece. Uh, if it does touch another piece, that's an illegal move. You cannot do that. It can only be touching one of your own pieces. Um, I believe it might be possible that there's no way to add a piece, in which case you can't place a piece, in which case I think you might lose, but I I don't think that's actually possible to do. It would be very difficult to to have that. If, if that happens, you are playing very poorly, uh, to say the least. <laughs> uh, 
when you do this, you can continue to add pieces. You can't move any pieces yet uh, because you have to add your queen bee first. You can't move anything until your queen bee gets added. And the queen bee must be added by the, and I think I told you, Chuck, the, the third move. It's actually the fourth move. You can add up to three pieces what? before adding the queen. I would have I know. won every game. I'm, I'm totally sure that was exactly what was throwing you <laughs> That's what was holding me back. <laughs> but you must add the queen bee by, if you haven't done it by the, by the third move, you're doing it on the fourth move. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. Uh, but after the queen bee gets added, then you've got choices. On your turn, you can either decide to move one of the things that you have already previously placed, or you can add a piece. And again, adding a piece must only touch your pieces. But moving can move however you want for that particular type of bug. Uh, and each bug has their own movements. The queen uh, can only move one space around the hive, and there are... Uh, general rules for moving things if a move would cause the hive to split into two pieces uh, you cannot do the move uh, even if it only is temporarily split until the, the move is finished you still can't do it uh, you can't move in such a way that would cause you to have to lift the piece unless it's one of those special pieces that does a jump or climb type of ability, uh, which I'll get into. But if it's just moving around the hive, uh, you cannot. You can only do it if you can slide it out. You have to lift it out in order to get it out. A la if it's surrounded enough, then you can't make that type of move. Uh, but the, the queen bee can only move one space. The beetle can move one space around the edge, but it also can move one space onto the top of the hive and it can move around on the top of the hive or it can move one space down off of the hive uh, and that is one of those special moves where even if it's surrounded it can still jump up and onto the things uh, the grasshopper will move across uh, essentially it'll do I, I don't even know the best way to describe it it'll just continue to move across a series of pieces in a row uh, until it finds its first open space and it will stop there uh, and that is another one of those special pieces where it can get out of jams like that. Uh, the spider will move exactly three spaces along the edge of the hive. Uh, and so it will go one, two, three, and once it gets to that spot, it will stop. Now there are a few finagle things, and if you look at the rules, there are interesting ways you can do the three, depending on how it touches the hive as it goes along. If there's concave parts, it might be able to skip over something type of thing, but it will always move three. Uh, the soldier ant, or as most people just call it, the ant, uh, it can move anywhere along the outside of the hive. Uh, but if it's trying to get into a concave space, space it can't get in there if you would have to jump over something. You still would have to be able to slide it to a spot, but it can go anywhere. There is no limit to its movement as long as it can reach it without having to jump up. Uh, and those are all the different pieces. The goal of the game is to try and completely surround your opponent's uh, queen bee. And when you surround it, it does not need to be completely surrounded by your own pieces. Uh, as long as it's completely surrounded on all six sides by any pieces, even the, the opponent's own pieces, uh, that still counts. So your goal is to completely surround your opponent's piece. If you do that, you win. That's, that's basically it. If you've run out of pieces to place, you obviously can't place anything. You're simply just moving pieces for the rest of the game. Uh, that's pretty simple. Uh, that's, that's the entirety of the game. Most of the game, the interesting bits come in the, the strategies of trying to 
block people off. So if there's something where like, oh, that piece is gonna, it's gonna come and it's gonna swoop in, it's gonna stop me from being able to move my queen, which I want to get out of this position. I need to move this ant to block that ant from doing its ant thing, or I need to put this here so that I can move my bee out, so that I I'm untrapping it type of things. And you're trying to find out different situations. That's that's pretty much everything. I I, I you know what? just because that was I feel like that was so short. I'm just gonna do the the little expansions. There are uh, three <laughs> expansion bugs. There's the ladybug mosquito and the pill bug, which actually is a separate expansion. Uh, the ladybug uh, does it's kind of like a knight's move, I guess. This is the closest facsimile to uh, where it will move um, one up and two over and then down type of a thing i think is what it is yeah it's three two on top and then one down is what it does so it's kind of like the beetle but it never actually stays on top uh the mosquito will move however it it basically first looks at what it's touching so if it's touching any type of creatures it will mimic that type of creature's movement so if it's touching a grasshopper it can make a grasshopper type movement if it's touching an ant it can do an ant type movement if it's touching multiples you can choose which one it does uh, and then the last one is the pill bug uh, the pill bug can either move one space or it can pick up an adjacent uh, bug uh, lift it onto itself and move it over to another space basically so that's all those different interesting things you can add to the game if you feel like you've kind of mastered the regular game uh, and that's that's pretty much it there we go yep that is hive it is pretty straightforward uh, rules you get it pretty quickly but how to win at it a, a code i have never cracked <laughs> I just I am so bad at this game. I uh I just never <laughs> I don't know why. I think I just play too blindly aggressively. <laughs> and most chess type games uh, and most how much of the time it works. This game it does not work. Um not to say this is a bad game at all. I really like Hive. It is a very cool game. The um, design is awesome. The simplicity of it is just amazing that it can be so engaging. Like, even though even though I lose at this game, I'm always like, all right, let's play again. I can do it this time. This is the one for me. And it, and it turns out not to be. But I still really enjoy tackling this game um, every time I, I have a chance to. So I really give high, high marks for sure. The um, – oh, I actually clicked away. I was going to say – what's his name? John Yanni did a great job. Uh, this one it's also a very satisfying game to engage with because like most tile laying games like azul and others it just feels really good to physically lay these tiles down and they did uh, they really um yeah it's just i don't know it's it's a chunky thick tiles type of of game so um yeah anyway high marks high marks for hive i have only played it i think with you and I guess I think I might have played it with my friend Bill. Who else did I play it with? So I'm on a game night. Um, but what is your experience playing this game? I, I've i basically played it with you, my wife, and a friend of mine. And I have never lost this game. Which which isn't to say I'm good. Not not at all. Not in the least. I do not feel like I'm good at all. Uh, but I'm usually just playing against someone who doesn't quite know exactly what they're doing. Uh, and so... <laughs> I just it it's it, it's one of those games where it, unless you're playing against someone that's about as good as you, you're not going to fully enjoy this game, which so my wife 
absolutely hates this game. She calls it the mean bug game. She doesn't even call it Hive. She just calls it the mean bug game. Jesus. Uh, It's too chess-like, and she's not a huge fan of chess for the main reason that she doesn't remember what all the pieces do. Uh, And it's true for this game. She continually forgets what the pieces do, but I feel like even if she did know what the pieces did, she would still... Like there, I think we've played one game where she actually had a chance to beat me. Uh, by some some way, there was a point where I'm like, oh, she's got me. If, if she does this, there's nothing I can do, and she's going to win the game, but she didn't see it, and I was able to get out, <laughs> and I was able to win. Uh, <laughs> but unfortunately, she didn't see it, so she didn't get that enjoyment of, oh, God, I was so close. Like, even when I explained it to her, like, you, you had it. If you would have just done this, she's like, I don't, I can't even remember what it was. I, like, how am I, I, I don't know. I can't learn from that. There's not, <laughs> there's nothing for me to gain. There's no knowledge to gain because I can't see it at all. It's just not right. there. It's not the way her brain works. Uh, but, and then I've played with you a number of times, and I, it's, it's definitely not a challenge when I'm playing with you. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, like I'm not sure what you're child. focusing on when, when we're playing the game because there's so many times I'm like, oh, yeah, he should totally do this, and you, you don't do that whatsoever. I'm like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm very blind to what I should be doing this game. I just – I don't know why I get – I don't know what it is about this game that stymies me or just I, I have just trouble strategizing in it for some reason. Um yeah, it's always a surprise. I'm like, oh, damn it, he's about to win. <laughs> yeah. It, that's the one, that's that. the one more interesting is this. Usually when you play this game, the other person is just like, oh, God, yep, this is it. There's nothing I can do. You're more like, oh, oh, yeah, his next move is going to win. Not <laughs> he might win in the next two moves. It's it's it very much a, oh, shoot, now he's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I like to be surprised. <laughs> so I pay no attention whatsoever to what you're doing. <laughs> it ruins the game for me. Um, yes, I am very not good at this game at all. But uh, but it is a great game. It is really, really good. I, I do like the game quite a bit. So um, this is also a game I'm sure people have seen around. It It's it's still, I see it at game stores all the time. And it's an easily uh, gettable game. So for sure, one that you could find if you uh, if I don't know if it sounds up your alley. Like I really do love two player games. Like the Duke is one of my favorite games of all time, and I do like this game. And I'm great at the Duke. I'm so bad at this game though. It's just astounding no. how bad I am at this game. But anyway, um, all right, let's talk about taking this bad boy out. If you wanted to try this game and uh, attempt it yourself. Um, so Hive is going to be very, very easy. And if you have the pocket version that Alex has, uh, well, you said you had both versions, don't you? No, I have the, I have some pieces of the original because when you buy the, oh, expansion, the expansion for Pillbug, they actually give you both the travel version and the original version with it. So, oh, that's nice. So I do have pieces that are the approximate, the, the same size as the original game, uh, as for reference, but they, they're useless to me essentially. <laughs> just giant ones you can wedge in um but either one you have it's going to be pretty portable like the i believe the original does it comes in a box but i believe a bag is included to throw everything in and the only thing you would need on top of that i guess is the instructions to remind yourself what the pieces do um so anyway even with that though i don't think that's going to make it an impossible to throw in a uh, another larger bag uh, that little bag of pieces. But regardless of what version you have, this is going to be pretty portable. 
and pretty easy to get on almost any table because it is there are large, thick, chunky tiles. They're made of plastic, obviously, or resin of some kind. And so they are going to be pretty resistant to any water or damage that you have or, or uh, whatever. There's actually a picture on BGG of people playing it on the beach. So that shows yeah. you Don't how, even durable, table. Yeah, how durable it is. Um, so anyway, in the game, what you're going to have in front of you are your set of tiles. And then in the middle of the table, you are going to be building the hive. And that is pretty much it. This, the pieces in front of you are slowly going to be going into the middle of the table. And so uh, obviously the table is going to, the middle of the table is going to grow slightly. But even at a full game, all pieces laid out, it's still, I don't know, a cluster of, what's the pocket size, would you say? Less than a foot square? Right around a foot square? Probably a lot uh, less, actually. In a full game... And maybe it might, depending on how you're playing, depending on how how it branches, it might go beyond a foot square, but not that much further than a foot square. Yeah. So pretty pretty tight um, uh, containment area that you're going to have on the table. So, I mean, with a two-player game, most things pass a pizza test, but this definitely would pass a pizza test or a you sheer play meal between you for the some pizza. reason. You could. <laughs> It would be easily washable later. <laughs> just rinse it off. Bring a colander with you. Throw them all in the colander. Just hose it down, and you're good to go. The biggest inconvenience is to connect, is to carry that colander around all the time. But you can also <laughs> yes. use it as a hat. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, but yeah, it's so really very very high marks for taking out throwing up on any really table or any area even the ground basically is where people are playing this game and uh, the vibe of this game is really good too even though there is a lot of strategy here there are a lot of decisions to be made it's a very simple structure and um, the pieces are really fun to engage with uh, you know one of the complaints about chess is chess has got uh, chess has been played for so long that there are just sort of like standards on how to play and ways you should play and and it's a bit dry this game feels like it should be dry but for some reason it it always feels like there's more i don't know there's there's just always unique ways to approach the game and unique things to to do and that might be because i don't play it that often and when i do it always feels very fresh to me but i do feel that the way that um mr yanni uh, designed the abilities of the pieces makes them very fascinating to play off each other um there's just so many different things that are so many different combos you can do with these pieces that it really is um i don't know it always feels like I, i'm doing something new even if I, like you know i'm using the ants and because i feel like they're so powerful to get all the way around and, and stop things but at the same time you only you only have three so you're limited to them and so you have to do some some other pieces and um, I'm always trying to figure out how to use the beetle, and I never can do it well. <laughs> but I, God, one of these days I will figure it out. But uh, anyway, so they're all they're all designed really cool or really well in a way that makes the interplay of them and the use of them feel challenging, but also exciting in a way of like, try, okay, how can I figure fit this guy in or or distract the other player or whatever you want to do with it. Um, so just just very engaging as a game. Uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts about the gameplay itself and and in that? In that vein. I mean, I think I've mentioned this before because you made the comparison to chess. Chess, I I, I also kind of feel this kind of like, ugh, it's just, it's definitely dry in the beginning. Um, 
And yeah. so it takes a few moves before you're like, okay, now we're in the thick of it. Now we're in the meat. With this game, it really kind of jumps you right into there because by the time you get your your B on there, things really – and it's again, it has to be on there by the fourth move – you've really got to be like, all right, I've got to worry about this thing constantly because it doesn't take that long for it to start to get surrounded or start to get trapped. And so you have to be prepared for that next step of, all right, he's got him pinned down right now. Either I have to start putting pressure on his to, to make him worry more about that, or I have to start figuring out a way to unpin my bee, or at the very least pin the things that could cause threats to my bee right now. So you're always kind of like, where should I focus? Should I focus on just locking his stuff down? Should I focus on unlocking my stuff? Should I focus on just kind of making tiny alcoves to prevent him from trying to lock it off completely? Then he has to get some sort of weird jumping game in there. Like, how am I going to fit these things? And which angle do I want to do it at? And what, what, even the opening moves kind of are different. There, there are some games where I'm like, I'm going to get my spiders out first because I feel like I don't have very high control. Like they're, they're very much specific to move three. And I don't like that. And the thing is you kind of want to get your, some ants out early, but you kind of want to save some stance ants for later because they're really easy, quick things to be like, bam, you thought you had a move there. Now you don't because I've, I locked it down. But then again, sometimes you have to unlock those things because different threats come along. And so you're just, it's very interesting interplay of, all right, but if I do this, then he might be able to unlock that. So I want to do that first. But if I do that first, then I have to wait a whole turn to put another piece out type of a thing. And what do I want to be putting pressure on or do I want to be kind of building up my defenses? And it's sometimes it's just tough to know depending on what your opponent is going to do. And so it's a very, very quick, very, you kind of get right into it by that like third or fourth move you already are like all right now i've got to work think things to worry about things to things that really kind of sink your teeth into yeah yeah i i just i totally agree with that it just doesn't feel as dry as a lot of of yeah. uh those traditional two-player games are and so anyway great game really fun the vibe of it on the table is is uh i guess what i long story short what i started saying here is the vibe of this on the table is pretty engaging you have there is table talk there is engagement there you're not just like you know like oh what do i do here or it's not a doesn't necessarily have to be a very quiet game um but it's pretty mellow and chill and it's very I don't know. It's very re- not relaxing, but uh, peaceful. Maybe it's not, not not the right word either. I guess chill is the best word. It's a chill two-player game. <laughs> contemplative, contemplative. Yeah, there. Contemplative. I can't even say it the way you said it. Contemplative. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So Hive. Hive is. Um, let's see. What else can I say about it? who is it for and who it's not for? I guess we kind of covered this with. Uh, a little bit about talking about the the dryness and the not dryness of it. I think anyone who's game before is going to be interested in this game or, or get something out of it. It's really well designed. It's got that tactile sense of it uh, with the, the tiles, they clickety clack all around the table. It's very satisfying to lay them down and it's just really solid. It's really solid. And the fact that there's little expansions that come out, um, or that have come out that allow you to throw in even more complexity into the game and even more power or bugs that have different powers and play different ways and create more options is just great. It, there's so much replayability, replayability in this game. It's it's nuts. Who it's not going to be for is probably people you who shy away from straight-up two-player games, head-to-head games like this. Um, you know, I would say... 
Um, I don't know. What, why do you think Liz doesn't like it? Do you think it's the um, sort of the complexity of the of the character, or I'm sorry, the the bugs and having to re- keep track of like what everything does, or is it just kind of the aggressiveness of the game? I think it's one of those abstract games where it's just hard for her to visualize what the possibilities are, and I think that's it. Right. If if you're the type of person who's not really into the abstract of abstract strategy games you mm-hmm. you this isn't really gonna sell you um i think for, for an the interesting thing about this abstract strategy game is that there is no actual board everything the the hive itself is the board so you're kind of building out from it you're branching things out and trying to do different things instead of oh this is its spot and there's a spot over there it's very and so it, it's still very even though it has a theme it's still very much an abstract strategy game and if you're if you're not into the abstractness which Liz isn't very much but she I mean the only abstract game that she does like is the Duke but it kind of removes some of the abstractness it's very there the moves are literally written on the pieces so she knows exactly what she's doing she feels like she's a bit in more control things aren't as you know it's not this weird like hexagonal type pieces everything's either moving a straight line or it's you know jumping to a spot it's really easy to tell what the possibility space is where this it's a little bit more difficult because it's like wait there's a concave area it can't fit in there but if i do that then it can things get spots that you can go to and can't go to it seem to almost open and close at the at, at whim type of a thing and so it's a little bit harder to tell what's going on so i think if you're if you're not an abstract strategy person I, I would probably avoid this. You might try it, but I don't think it's going to change your mind that much. Yeah. Yeah, that, fair enough. That would make that makes sense. Um, yeah, I didn't even think about the, the board, missing the board, creating even more of an abstract decision process there. But that's probably uh, makes sense for me, too, because I'm always just like, oh, I'll put this here. Oh, you can't do that. All right. <laughs> I will take that back. <laughs> so... All right. Would your mom like this game? I would say not in a million years. <laughs> this is definitely not your mom's game. I mean, a hard no for me. Yeah. If 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 Liz doesn't like this game, there's no way my mom is going to like this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just not it, – it, there's nothing that your mom likes except – I don't know. She'd probably enjoy playing around with the chunky tiles. And, and, and I think everyone likes that. But everything else about the game is, are things that I think she would find annoying. <laughs> So, definite no there. Um, okay, let's see. I think we covered it. I think we got it. Yeah, that is Hive, everybody. It's it's it definitely it has some. You know, I I, I talk to people and the majority of people enjoy the game. Um, there are it is a game where people are like, no, nah, I don't like that game. And it's not because the game is bad. It's just not their game. So I encourage right. you to check it out if you do have an opportunity to. It is a solid game. It's very very. It's a very good game. But uh, but it definitely does for have people falling on one side or the other for sure. It's not a game where I'd be like, I'm okay with it. <laughs> it's just more like, ah, I don't really like it. Or, yeah, yeah, I do love it. So, all right, let's see. I think we can rhyme up a storm with I've. Come on, we could do this. So, back and forth. Okay. What's your prognosis? What's your guess on how many Hive rhymes we can do? I mean, it feels it feels like one of those easy ones. But it might be one of those deceptively easy ones. I'm gonna go nine. I'm gonna go nine. I feel like that's a high oh. guess for me. Usually, I go like five. I'm feeling. I, I'm yeah. feeling nine. I'm gonna go seven because I'm usually like wishful thinking, and I'm gonna play a little safe. 
Um, all right. Are you ready? I- I'm ready. Do you want to kick it off or do you want me to kick it off? Uh, let's let's go with I'll, – I'll kick it off. I'll go live. All right. Live. Drive. Uh, dive. Contrive. Uh, five. Oh, uh, rive, like writhing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh Oh, chive. (laughs) The good one. Um, I feel like if I said arrive, is that double? Like, because we could say live and alive. That's that's cheating, right? You're (laughs) alive. I will accept alive. Okay, I will say alive. All right, and then I will go arrive. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> wives. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that counts. I'm, I'm going to have to call you on that. I do not. I do not accept that. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Where are we at? How many are we at? Good we pause. are currently at nine. Oh. Uh, okay. Can I come with one more? Ooh. Ooh. One. I'm I don't calling think I it. Can. That's it. I don't think I can. Nine and a half. Wives. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close. Pretty close. All right. We made it to nine. I'm impressed. That's the is that the best we've ever. It's pretty sad if it is. That, Honestly, I, it is. I didn't I didn't think I'd get past five. And then you said alive, but I thought you said arrive. So I'm like, oh, you've give, you've given me another one. <laughs> All right, I think that's as high as we've ever gone with Ryan. Yeah, it is. That, the highest before pretty, is eight. Oh, okay. It's pretty sad. Pretty sad, but I'm, <laughs> I'm feel <laughs> happy that we did it with uh, Hive. Oh, Jive! Come oh, on, you we could have made it around ten. Could have, could have. Darn it! I was even thinking about that before. I was like, don't forget Jive. <laughs> I'm always jiving over here. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, you can tell us the words that we missed, uh, of course. You can also get a hold of us in a couple different ways to uh, let us know what you're thinking. Just what you're thinking. What are you thinking? Just tell us. What are you up to? What's in that little mental <laughs> – I was going to say prison of yours. That's not right. <laughs> <A> little... <laughs> <Yeesh>. <laughs> I don't know where my mind's going, but it went weird. Um, But anyway, you can uh, let us know and reach out to us. uh, Anything that you're playing, thoughts and comments on things that we have reviewed or suggestions of things that we could review. You can get a hold of us in a couple different ways at Chits and Chat or at Twitter and Instagram at Chits and Chat. You can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, and scroll down to the Chits and Chat page and fill out our comment form there. We would love to hear from you. And, uh, yeah, everybody, thank you for listening. Check out Hive. It's pretty great. And we will catch you all on the next episode. Bye.